Up For It with Courtney Ammenhauser. The best of the week. You're listening to Up For It. My name is Courtney Ammenhauser. It's 20 past seven and I have a very special guest joining me on the Zoom call, a talented young playwright who recently just came back from filming in New Zealand to present her full-length debut play, Dead Skin. It's premiering at King's Cross Theatre. And that very play saw Lanika Den uh, awarded the State Theatre and Flinders University Young Playwrights Award. And I'm fortunate enough to be able to speak with Lanika this morning. Good morning. Hello, hello. How are you, Courtney? Oh, I am doing just fine. How are you going? You've been very busy. I love it. 7 a.m. Let's go for it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited to find out more about Dead Skin. Let's just start, you know, with what is the show all about? For someone who hasn't heard about it, what would you tell them? Oh, I've got the bloody one-page pitch, don't I? Ready to go. (laughs) Let's hear it. Think about it. Um, yeah, I wrote Dead Skin when I was 17. I just finished um, year 11 and I'd done all my work and I was like in the Christmas holidays, I really want to write something to my mum. I've always wanted her to have a tangible thing um, that expresses my love for her because we have a very strong bond. And um, I was sort of questioning, would we have that strong bond and that maternal connection had we never met? Like if we'd gotten separated at birth, would we still have that really strong connection? And there's a lot of research and studies that have gone through that suggest that you do. Um, And yeah, it's about Andy who's 17 and Andrea who's 17 and they both work in the same convenience store in Surrey Hills at the same time in their lives. They're not connected through time, but they're connected through this weird bond that they have. And um, it's them exploring love for the first time in both of their different worlds and they come together. So, yeah, that's a play. So good. You just mentioned there that you wrote it when you're 17 and you talked about some of the ideas that are represented in the story. When you reflect Mm. on it now, how do you feel about um, what's represented in it? Yeah, it was a really long process um, actually dramaturging it and that sort of thing because we had COVID happen, so it was supposed to be on last year and then blah, 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 all got switched this year. So I wrote it at 17, but then I was doing dramaturgy on it at 19 and there was just so much in it that I cringed at. Yeah. I was just like, oh, 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 and it made me want to go delete, delete, delete. But the thing that I think is really beautiful about the work is it is a genuine and authentic encapsulation of 17. There is no way that I could have written this work at 19 even because it was me in the heat of the moment of what that is. Mm. And I think that's what makes the work good and um, interesting to see on stage because we never see 17-year-olds writing for other 17-year-olds. So I was quite passionate being like, oh, I hate this, but keep it in there because other people will get value out of that and feel what that is. Yeah, I really admire that you did that because I think, you know, it could be uh, easy to go, oh, that makes me uncomfortable now. But it's that uncomfortability that makes it authentic and interesting. And yeah, like you say, just really speak to somebody who is 17, perhaps. Mm. Yeah, which, yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we learned about this. I'm impressed that you wrote it during your school holidays. I mean, when I was 17, I wasn't writing a play. I was probably just at the beach. One of the issues that you have brought up is ageism in the industry. And you kind of touched on it there with, you know, this idea of teenagers needing to be heard and have their voices represented. How do you think that we can address ageism more broadly? 
Um, I think it's definitely a government funding issue in that we don't have enough programs that are dedicated to um, involving young people in theatre and film and that sort of thing. But I think it also goes back to what schools do in their education programs. I remember going to STC, Sydney Theatre Company. I hate that I use acronyms sometimes. (laughs) That's so pretentious. I do not mean that. Sydney Theatre Company, when I was um, 12 as part of like, that was like my high school into the program. And I remember the plays that we went to see were Shakespeare and Tom Stoppard and I couldn't tell them apart. Mm. And let's just say Tom Stoppard is like an English playwright from the 90s and then Shakespeare's Shakespeare and their dialogue was the same (laughs) stuff to me. I went, I don't know what any of them are speaking about. I don't know what's going on. But then <laughs> I was lucky enough to go on Australian plays. Where the, where Dead Skin's published now, I can't believe. Congratulations! It. Um, <laughs> but uh, going on there at twelve, getting a subscription for um, Christmas and reading Patricia Cornelius's Love mm-hmm. and seeing that there were people because I'm from Western Sydney that actually spoke like me, had real opinions on the world and were just women that were just going for things rather than being a relationship plotline or being some little side piece or an emotional punching bag during the play. It was just women going for something that they wanted. And I went, oh, my goodness, like we can write plays like this and this can be something that's accessible to like everyone. And so then I just went, oh, if I hadn't have gone out on my own and read these plays that aren't being produced at the main stage theatres in Sydney at least, I wouldn't I wouldn't understand how theatre works and I wouldn't be able to write real people on stage. So I just go, I think we need to be seeing more than just the Shakespeare's and the big, big, big white, white men writers. I think we need to, like, make room and pathways for young teens and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, I feel like there's definitely a responsibility um, of the theatre companies as well to be embracing all different types of voices and stories and experiences on the stage to make sure that, you know, the the landscape of, you know, the fabric of our society is represented. It's going to bring more people if people see themselves or people they know or lives that can be relatable on stage, then they're more likely to buy a ticket, I would suggest. Yeah, I would too. Uh, and especially there's nothing... Um, like there's emerging artists and then there's the established artists, right? Yeah. right? There's shows that I feel like that are being put on where it's just emerging artists shows where it's like, oh, look at how many people we can get in that are all new and stuff. And then the shows go to crap because there's no there's no one to help them put them on. But then I'm so lucky that I have Kim Hardwick and um, Martin Kinnon, I can never say his last name, at White Box, who are established professionals that have come onto my show as a new writer and have helped me work on it. It's like I think we need to be bridging the gap, putting young new people with experienced professionals and that's how we're going to get the most out of it not just creating this barrier but yeah absolutely because it can feel like a little bit of a guessing game otherwise to be like (laughs) okay i've got this play but what do i do with it now Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) everything's in development constantly there's no outcome getting it from um from page to stage is the real barrier i'm talking to lanika den who is the playwright and performer of in dead skin it's happening at king's cross theater next week good morning lanika 
Jasmine, how are you again? Oh, so, so good. I'm loving this energy coming through the Zoom. It's it's palpable. <laughs> this energy. It's quite powerful. <laughs> it really what time is. of the day, I'm always here. Yeah, 7.31. It's just beaming through. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about how you describe the show Dead Skin as an ensemble of women rather than a protagonist-driven piece. I love that idea. How were you able to convey that collective storytelling approach in your writing? Well, it started out as a protagonist piece with Andy, who's obviously searching for her mum, who she hasn't met yet, and sort of the weird visions that come with that. But then I got thinking about it more and more and I just started developing the other characters because I wanted, I was really um, diehard about every woman in this um, piece having their own story that is actually a character arc and a journey. I started questioning this idea of strong women and what that actually means because to me, if like in movies and stuff, strong women is usually the um, defining trait of a strong woman and it's like, what does strength mean? What are we talking about? What does that mean? And I sort of question, okay, what do I think strength means? And to me, strength, if like we look at it in in terms of men as well, it's just agency. It's just someone going for a goal or whatever they want and being diehard about it and that goal not being a relationship. A relationship can be there, but that's not the end product. So I went, okay, let's give all of these women something that they're going for that's also serving Andy's plot. Like Andy will find out more about herself and therefore how to find her mum, but we're going to give them all their own journeys of identity crises and um, sort of sexuality. What does that mean? Blah, blah, blah. Give them all their own journeys And then I just realized, oh, my God, they've all got equal time on stage because I'm actually making them all real human beings. (laughs) They've all got something that they're going for. So there's not enough time to just, yeah, but yeah, baffle about. So it became an ensemble piece just naturally. Yeah, I love that. I mean, it makes sense, right? Women have, uh, (laughs) (laughs) we have have some stories. We've got some shit we're dealing with. (laughs) And it doesn't mean that relationships don't have to be in there. There's still relationships in the play. Love is what the play is about, right? Mm. They've all got their own journeys and they all end up with someone, but it doesn't mean that that's the serving part of the story. Like yeah. they're experiencing more than that. Yeah, it's not the primary thing in their life. It's uh, one of many things perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard you were shooting something in New Zealand recently. Uh, do you have it? Can you fill us in on what you were doing without giving oh, yeah. too much well, away? As much as I can. Yeah, yeah. it was um, a comedy uh, sitcom pilot over in New Zealand, which was weird because, like, sitcom in New Zealand is like <laughs> all different things. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's for some new teen series. But that was so fun just because I'm, I was like, oh my goodness, what am I doing over here? What's going on? Why am I in New Zealand? Everything's pretty. So, Amazing. Very excited to uh, see where your career goes, Lanika, and very excited to see the show for someone listening who doesn't know where King's Cross Theatre is, how to get tickets, what the go is. Fill us in. I can even tell you where to park, babes. Oh, please. (laughs) Look at the service. (laughs) So Dead Skin is on at King's Cross Theatre, which is in King's Cross near the Red Coca-Cola sign in the King's Cross Hotel pub. It is on from April 2nd, which is this Friday, till April 17th. We've already sold out five shows and we're close to selling out eight. (gasps) Um, We've got probably 10 tickets left for three different shows. 
So please get your tickies now. Mm-hmm. Second week, you've got all the time in the world. You can get them. Um, <laughs> and you can get them by going KXT. So KXT um, and then type in dead skin on Google and it'll come up. Um, and there's a Humanitix link and on there. It's a great website. They support um, every ticket goes to helping a child in need. Um, and, yeah, you can buy your tickets there. There you go. Get in quick if you want to go in the first week, like Lanika said. There's not many left. Yeah. We'll put a link up on our website as well, fbiradio.com. If you want to click through from our website, you certainly can. And thank you so much, Lanika, for coming on and chatting Dead Skin happening at King's Cross Theatre from this Friday. Yes, thank you for having me. Of course, we'll catch you next time. Yes, bye. By the river, by the river, talked all kinds of shit that you won't go remembering. We were talking in the gutters about love. See the line. I never want to see the line. This was produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. FBIRadio.com.